Good evening, and welcome back to the Diz Dad's Playhouse. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster, and joining me tonight are my trusty co-hosts, Tim Hicks. Hey, howdy, hey. And Willie Crocker. Hey, welcome back. We hope you're enjoying the new format. We're going to get rolling in just a moment with our new opening segment, the Diz Dad's Playhouse Countdown. All right, so uh, gentlemen, we're going to put our 10 minutes up on the board. There it is. There it is. And uh, this this topic uh, was brought to us by, who, who got us rolling on this one? Is this Tim's? Hey, Willie got Willie. this one. All right. So Willie, you uh, got us started, so you're going to go first. So let's get that countdown rolling and take it away, Willie. Top five of what? Top five snacks at Disney Springs. Hey, um, so let's go with my five, starting from number five. This is a simple, easy one I like to pick up when I'm walking through Disney Springs. It's a churro cart, but it's a thin mint churro, which is basically reminds me of a nice cookie. It goes well with a truly or some other nice cold beverage as you're walking around um it's just something that is really fun and easy to carry it's also something you can bring home really easy unlike my number four which is the dole whips (laughs) they don't travel well um there's no where do you find these swirls yeah where you find those where swirls the dole whip swirls are over by the margarita stand okay um, what Near, near the, uh, I think it's the big Disney uh, store. It's right out. It's out, out in a big ke- uh, kiosk. It's really, it's really not that hard to find. But you will be able to see it um, when we're there in January. I promise we'll go. Okay. My number three is from Daily Poutine, and I only have the Canadian version. That's who makes poutine. I don't want the Italian version or any of the stuff with kimchi and things like that in it. So. Uh, my number two is from Chef Art Smith's. It's the Hummingbird Cake, which is absolutely amazing. It's pineapple and banana cake with a cream cheese frosting. It's very large. Um, it's shareable, but I don't like to share. And my number <laughs> one is the Everglaze Fruity Pebbles Donut. It's literally a heart attack, diabetes in one donut. Uh, absolutely amazing, but very, very sweet. All right. Well, those are interesting suggestions, uh, Willie, but uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you on, well, several of them. Um, so so let's go to my five. Um, and uh, yeah, the list is kind of long because some of those took up two lines. That's what happens. Um, so we're going to start at the bottom of my list. Uh, number five is the macarons at Emirates. What I like about the macarons is that you get a selection you get five of them that come you get one of each of the flavors um it's a great way to kind of sample several different things and uh you get to enjoy them all uh and it kind of you know you'll you'll notice that there's a bit of a theme here in my list because we go from five emirates macarons to the aviator's flight uh which is a scotch flight that you can pick up at jock Lindsay's hangar bar um it's a good it's a good quality, um, you know, flight. You got an 
good options in it. And um, hey, that's my favorite kind of snack when I'm in Disney Springs. Um, Anybody knows Aaron knows that. <laughs> number three is uh, the the bacon clo- the clothesline bacon at the Edison. Um, the Edison, frankly, is one of my favorite places to be in Disney Springs. Anyway, um, great food, good drinks, good entertainment. It's just a fun place to be, and the the bacon on a wire is just just plain tasty and fun to share. Um, it's also really nice because you can do you can order it at the bar. You don't have to have reservations. Exactly. That's the point I was going to make too. Is like you don't have to be you know in a sit down table style kind of thing. You right. can get it at the bar. Yeah, and and that's why uh, all these things I considered them snacks because they're things that you could get without having to sit down for a full meal or without having to have a reservation for the most part. Um, the next one is maybe borderline because I don't know for sure. I think you can get this from from Arts even if you don't have a reservation. Um, I know that they serve it kind of when you're at the counter there. But um, number two is the Southern Shine flight, and the reason that this one ranks higher than the Aviators flight even though I actually prefer scotch to moonshine is that there's, it's fun. Like it's more fun with the Southern shine. Cause there's, there are more options to choose from than there are slots in the, um, in the flight that you get. Right. So, and, and let's be blunt. None of us really know enough about moonshine to know which one's going to be that much better than the others. So that was when we had it together. We were yeah, like, there's, there's good. sort of this, this, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a bit of Russian roulette in it, right? It's like, who's going to get the one that tastes like gasoline? Because yeah, there's always uh-huh. one. It's just awful. But it's a lot and of fun. You, and and, and some of them are there? pretty darn good. Where you get that? Um, at, at, at Art Smith's Homecoming. Thank you. I with, gonna, I they also have it with details. What, yeah, I thought I'd mentioned that. Uh, and then number one, I, I'm headed back over to Salt and Straw. Um, you know, in particular for their sea salt and caramel ice cream, it's kind of their signature flavor and there's a reason for it. It's just so good. Um, and, and it's so good because it is sort of a, a best of, it's a greatest hit. It's excellent quality ice cream. It's really great caramel and it's just the right amount of sea salt like it's not overwhelming it doesn't ruin the sweetness but it does temper the sweetness of the caramel and it just it's perfect enhances it yeah um all right tim take us on home all right well my number five was salt and straw because uh although what you said was really delicious there are more amazing flavors there I would just tell you there, <laughs> and you can find this online, this information online too. There is an olive oil flavored ice cream that I've tried and it really is not as disgusting as it sounds. It's all right, but pretty much any flavor ice cream you get at Salt and Straw is good. My number four is Sprinkles Cupcakes. Um, the only place I've ever seen that has a cupcake ATM. You can get cupcakes and an ATM machine. But my very favorite is the dark chocolate because I'm a dark chocolate guy. I love dark chocolate and those cupcakes are to die for. Coming at number three, Gideon's Bakehouse. Specifically, if you go there, there's a certain time. I think it's, if I'm remembering correctly, it's like two to three in the afternoon. And there's evening hours too that you can get a warm cookie 
like just been out the oven, get a warm cookie with some ice cream. Oh my goodness, that's good stuff. Oh, coming in at number two, Sunset. Uh, on Mile on Marker Zero. Mile Marker Zero. And you would get that at Amaretz Spitzisri. And that is a uh, key lime tart. And it is so good. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like one, two, three, four, four layers of tart that are just amazing and delicious. And the last thing I would say, uh, or my last thing, my top pick is the ganachery. Um, I've been there and watched them make chocolate. Just, it's amazing to watch them make it. And I have not tried any chocolate there that I would not recommend. I mean, it's all delicious. And if you're a chocolate person, and I am, go to the ganachery and check that out. Now, my honorable mention is the daily poutine. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's not the best poutine I've ever had, but it's okay. It's it's good for what it is, right? You're not in Canada. That's why. Right. There you go. Well, you know, I, I, th I thought it was interesting that if you go through each of our lists, you, you do detect that there are, are certain sort of um, commonalities within the list that, that reflect individual preferences, right? I mean, if you look at, at Tim's, there's a, a definite, like, tilt towards sweetness. Um, you know, his snacks tend to be dessert snacks. Um, I think if you look at, at Willie's, you get... You know, a, a sort of a balance. We got some sweet, some savory, a um, little bit of each, maybe a little bit more of the the kiosk locations than it's also a little bit type more locations, little huh? A little kiddish. Like I'm a kid, yeah. right? I mean, probably true. You know, probably true. Whip, uh, churro, Mr. Chicky Nuggy. Yeah, ever Everglaze. You know, fruity pebbles. I mean, there's three kids things that kids would love that I love. I'm yeah, and, you know, I, I guess on mine, I, I didn't, I was not impressed with daily poutine and maybe I tried the wrong one, but, uh, you know, and, and Willie did mention that, that some of them aren't, aren't as good, but Tim's not a fan of daily poutine anyway. So maybe not, I will say one that I thought would be on my list, but I had to drop because it's no longer on the menu. And I'm very sad about that is apparently the, uh, the, the smoked bourbon bacon, chocolate milkshake at deluxe burger is no longer there no longer there. it's at least no longer showing up on the menu i had an honorable mention of the rolls served at the boathouse those are good free. yeah those are good they don't really count as a really snack though because you have to right. get them as part of your right. meal yeah. aka yeah. all right so time is up uh where'd our boats go there it is there it is all right so let's move to our main segment and uh, as we go to our main segment this week, we wanted to talk about a resort because we haven't done that in a while. And so with our remaining time, we thought we would stay in the Disney Springs area and talk a bit about the um, Port Orleans resorts that are right there next to Disney Springs. Um, Port Orleans Riverside, Port Orleans French Quarter, both moderate resorts. Um really formerly the same complex and now two sort of separate complexes, but still very similar in a lot of ways. Um, and let's see, why don't we have, uh, Tim, why don't you get us going and uh, maybe talk a little bit about things that, that you like about Port Orleans. 
Oh, I'd love to. Porter Orleans is uh, for a moderate. It is a beautiful property. If you're on the riverside part of it, you're you're staying in these big thing, th these big uh, southern mansion looking things. And on the French Quarter side, it's very New Orleans. It is so New Orleans. It really is. Uh, my wife and I, rest her soul, um, honeymooned at Port Orleans Riverside. And that was an amazing experience. It really was, even though, you know, it doesn't matter that our room faced the parking lot. That was not what we were there for. We were totally in, in commando. Get your minds out of the gutter. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Commando mode. I mean, because we both, you know, at that point in time in 2007, we were not the Disney aficionados, aficionados that we are today. So, you know, we were like, we would go dawn to dusk, uh, well, and later, uh, just doing everything we could, everywhere we could. Uh, so the time we spent there in the hotel room or the resort was not that much, but. There was so much to offer there. Oh my goodness! The there was so, a great pool. There was there was fishing, and over in the, the French Quarter side, you get those wonderful beignets. Oh my goodness, those are so good! All right, I, I want to use something you mentioned as a jumping-off point for a, a little tip for our listeners, because you mentioned that um, you know the the room it did have the great view because you looked out of the parking lot. So um, just a, a couple of tips. Number one, I generally recommend that you choose any view other than right other than the the resort view Why? yeah but we were because, staying there for, for eight days so it was cheaper right it is cheaper it's the cheapest one but the reason it is is because it does seem that something about the way the rooms are positioned it, it, as cars pull into the parking lot you you get you know, headlights in the, in the room. Um, and it's not a big deal for most folks, but if you have younger kids and maybe you have a little one that's got to get to bed early, um, that can be a hassle. So the way to protect you is that, that was choose any other view and, and yeah. you'll be protected from yeah. it. Yep. Um, all right. And that's true. Both French quarter and Riverside for that matter, although more at Riverside because of the, the way that best. parking lots are, in proximity to the buildings the best thing about staying at port orleans is they've got i think they're the only resort aren't they that has a boat that goes straight over to disney springs or you can actually walk to disney springs from there and that is a huge plus it was you can't walk to you can't walk can you not i, was, no no, I was thinking there was a way to do it okay well, there, the only way to, the only place you can walk to it is is from saratoga springs you got to go right. farther down the road Oh, okay i was thinking there was we didn't try it we took the boat no but, you know, uh, Disney Springs has so much to offer now that it didn't in 2007. That is oh, a sure. really, really great place to uh, 2007. Uh, it was still Disney Springs was still Pleasure Island. So um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> lots of changes, but it's a great place to go and find amazing food, amazing shopping, amazing stuff. It's just really fun. So yeah, for a moderate yeah, resort, I think it offers probably better quality and and variety of food than most of the moderates yes um, and and so I, I think he gets big points for that um and entertainment still talking about rooms that are about 314 square feet so they're bigger than you know substantially bigger than a value resort but you know still a good good bit at least 10 percent smaller than than you'd find in a deluxe resort somewhere um you do get fifth sleepers i was going to say about 40 percent of the rooms now have fifth sleepers Yep, which is a huge 
add-on for families of five or families that don't want to share when the kids don't want to share beds. Right. Yeah. Although don't overestimate the ability the of that fifth, that fifth sleeper. Um, if you got a kid older than eight or more than about 120 pounds, probably not a good choice. Not as comfortable. <laughs> as right. That's true. Yeah. Talk about those beignets. Oh man. I've been to New Orleans and I've had beignets and, and, the, the beignets you can get at the French Quarter in Port Orleans are on par, man. They are really yummy. They are. And I love that they make them throughout the day. So you don't have to get them for breakfast. You can get them whenever and they're constantly making them fresh. So that's a, a huge plus. Um, and if you didn't know this, you can order gluten-free beignets from them at the window and they will make them fresh to order. That's a recent addition. I mean, in the last few years, it wasn't it's fairly recent seven, but yeah. But you know, for, for gluten-free for, for folks who are with celiac who have to be gluten-free, um, you, you don't find those many places. So Willie, what's, uh, uh, thing you were talking about was entertainment. Yeah. And, um, I love when you can go see Yeehaw Bob at the river roost. He is a constant, piano playing just literally entertaining from the minute he sits down and he gets up i mean it's just busy 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 as can be he plays for about an hour and a half two hours um it's just uh, he's pure entertainment um you want to make sure you get there early because that river roost is not very large and it will fill up very very fast they do make some very good drinks in there also that's true too. <laughs> well, and so there's another thing I like about uh, the Port Orleans resorts is I'm pretty sure that they have at both Riverside and at French Quarter, um, at, at the just the the bar in the resort or in the you know in the main building, um, they've got some interesting beers. They carry stuff from Abita, which is a, a you know an actual New Orleans uh, or Louisiana brewery. Um, and I like that they they give it that authentic flavor, literally. I mean, the, I've been at that bar many a times, and it's absolutely a lot of fun. They do have, I was trying to remember, they have a couple specialty drinks that I can't remember the name of right now. Yeah, there are a couple specialty drinks that are good, too, um, in both resorts. It's been a while for me, but yeah, they're, I remember they were good. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's talk about some of the nitty gritty of the, of, of the um, Port Orleans resorts. So um, one of the things about them is it's a bit of a strength and a weakness um, is that right now they're probably the least expensive moderate um, that you'll find. And there's a reason for that. Um, it's, it's, an in, relatively inexpensive moderate because it's all bus transportation. So they don't have the, the benefit of the Skyliner. Um, so it is going to be a, a bit of a, a ride. Um, and you get the, boat, the you, Disney Springs, that's it. Right. Right. Um, and, and that can also inform your choice in some ways uh, between Riverside and, and French quarter. Cause it, it kind of your preference for, how you prefer to deal with the bus system, um, you know, could, could factor in here. Um, French quarter is a much smaller resort and it's, it's got like a third as many rooms, maybe less. 
So it's got one bus stop at the front of the resort. Riverside instead has, what is it, four around the perimeter plus the main stop in front? Yes. It's easy. So it's five total. So it goes over to Alligator Bayou and then it goes over to the backside of the mansions. And I think it goes over by the Royal Guest Rooms. It, it, it does a lot of stops. Still yep. nothing like Saratoga, but yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> right. But, but, but yeah, see, so it's, it's a more sprawling resort and, and it's going to make more stops. Now, there are benefits on both sides because more stops like that means that generally you're going to find a stop closer to your room. So, you you know, you can once you kind of get your feel for where you're located within the resort relative to the bus stops, you know, you can find the stop closest to you. Um, and it may not be as far. Um, the downside is having to sit through the stops one, one direction or the other, right? You're either going to sit through them on your way out or on your way back. Um, There's a lot of resorts like that. That's right. And um, French the- Quarter, on the other hand, is one stop. So you got to get yourself out to the front of the resort, but yep. it's only one stop. But are they sharing buses right now? So the way they usually do that, I asked about that last time I was there. Um, and at peak times in in the morning, especially, and usually in the evening as well, but especially in the morning, um, they have their own buses. Starting around 10 o'clock or so, they'll just add the stop in front of French Quarter as another stop. And so it's the same bus picking up on both of them for the middle part of the day. Um, and and they just do that. Sense. Yeah, because French Quarter is not going to fill a bus in the middle of the day. It's just too small a resort. Right, especially at 10 or 11 o'clock. I mean, at 7.30, it'll fill a bus with no problem going to Magic Kingdom. But but 2 in the afternoon, no way. Exactly, exactly. Um, I, the pools, I think, are really nice for moderate resort pools. But it, it, look... Modern resort pools are a tough game because Disney's really upped it, right? I mean, Caribbean Beach and Coronado Springs have really well-themed pools. Um, and so it's a little hard to compete with that. I don't know that that um, French Quarter, you know, the Dragon Pool, it, it's, it's fun for littler kids, I think. But there's not quite as much there to, to keep a kid entertained. Um, on the other hand, the Old Main River Pool... At Fred, old man at, island's at, cool yeah old man island yeah. At, at riverside is that's a nice great. pool it's a great uh-huh. area because they have that bar the muddy river bar yes. you can walk up to they have the yeah. hot tub they have the game room they have um they have entertainment at the pool too right and it, it really is kind of a whole complex the pool itself is is designed a little different it's not a big hole in the ground it's got some sort of activity center things that are interspersed around it so um you know, it, it probably competes with, with the other pools, at least reasonably. Um, and one of the nice things is that you've got a number of quiet, what they call quiet pools, which really just means that Disney doesn't do entertainment there. Um, <laughs> True enough. They're also smaller. I mean, they're, yeah. they're not like you could do laps in them or anything like no, that. No, no. But the point is laps. that they're smaller pools that if your kids, you know, if you've got younger kids and, you know, you don't want to be 
in the center of the action where there might be splashing around or whatever, and, and you don't want them around bigger kids, you can find nearby a smaller pool where that's not going to be an issue. Or if you just want to socialize with people that you've met or other people that there are go. there, and you know, that's, that's a great opportunity to do that. Yeah. You just want to relax in the sun. Yeah. You know, there are plenty of loungers around and you can do that. Um, We've mentioned a little bit about the entertainment that's there at the resorts. Um, you know, you've got River Roost Lounge at Riverside. Um, Scat Cat Club at um, at French Quarter seems like it's been a little slower to get its entertainment back. And I do hope it comes back because they had really fun, um, you know, jazz musicians who would, were there like three nights a week. Um, and I hope that they bring it back at some point. Um that that's been sort of a long time coming back and I haven't I seen say, anything. That's, that's basically been a COVID close down that hasn't come back. Right. Yeah. Don't and forget there's the uh, movies Was under that? the stars. That's right. And then yeah. they have, and, and French quarter in particular has a nice space for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they only do it a few nights a week, but it's still, um, I don't remember the exact dates. It's, it's like hit or miss, but I think, I think it's always on the weekends. But then during the week, it's not every night. Right, right. Um, but it's a nice um, and it changes area depending on how busy the resort is. Right. Um, so, but they do publish a, um, a you know a weekly um, activities calendar. So as soon as you check in, you can grab a copy of the calendar and you know what's going on. Um, the the restaurants I think um, at both resorts are are better than what you get from most moderate resorts. Um, you know, I, I like the food there better than anything except the stuff at Coronado that doesn't really belong at Coronado. But I was going to say, what's on right? top of the... Right. You can't compare Toledo and... No, yeah, that's a different it's not thing. fair. Toledo not is... Fair. But, but when you're level. talking about the, the quick service stuff, um, you know, I, I think quality-wise it's some of the best quick service at any moderate at Walt Disney World. I agree. Big time. That's, that's all right. Yeah. It's it's definitely better than you're going to get at the at the Valley Resorts. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and it's more um, authentic. Yeah, there we go. It's more. It's more themed to the resort. There you go. Yes. Well said. Um, design wise, at Riverside, you get the Alligator Bayou section, which is the section that's closer to the main building, but the design sort of conceit of uh, of Riverside is that. At the main building, you're sort of in out in the sticks, right? You're you're far from town, and as you walk towards town, you get towards you get into the you know nicer and nicer parts of town with the more and more elaborate what they call the mansions. Yeah. Um, and at at Riverside, what they've done more recently is sort of at the what would have been the the farthest edge of the mansions. Um, and at once at one time were probably the the least popular buildings. They have done special theming for those. So have either of you stayed in in one of those royal guest rooms? I have. All right. So tell us about your royal guest room experience, Willie. So our royal guest room experience. We'd stayed one night before we got on a Disney cruise. We did the um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, and then when we came back, I didn't tell the kids beforehand. There are light up figure. Uh, characters where you can push buttons and fireworks go off 
all over the characters. And I think my youngest at the time, he probably hit the button 50 times. He just got <laughs> the coolest thing in the world. Because, you did, you, I mean, you're at Disney World, and all of a sudden you're pushing a button, there's fireworks going off above your bed. And, right. you know, it's just a simple <laughs> little thing. But they really theme the room well. If you go into the bathroom, the sink has, like, the Aladdin lamp as the um, where the water comes out. And just small things like that where you're just like, this is really cool. Absolutely. Um, you got, they are you know, really the, close the, to Old Man Island. No, I mean, to the main building, if you don't need to get to Old Man Island or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, there's a, you know, there's a welcome letter that is laminated to the table from the princess who is hosting you and there are family pictures of the princesses on the walls. And, I mean, they really do play up the conceit of you're there as a guest of the, the princess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, it's, I think it's a lot of fun. I love those headboards. They were sort of the prototypes for the ones that they're doing at Disneyland hotel. Um, Correct. so they're very similar to those. Um, but you know, th- you do pay uh, an upcharge for the Royal guest rooms. Um, one yeah, of the of things to watch for is a lot of times those rooms will be available when there's a sale. And so it's a nice opportunity. Perhaps you're booked at a, a value resort and a discount comes out. You may not even be able to apply the discount at a value just because they're booked up, but you know, go ahead and take advantage of the upgrade and you can get the Royal guest room experience, but with the discount applied, it comes in at a much more friendly price point. It's definitely comparable. And the other nice thing is you get the slide at the pool. You get the, the restaurants, not just the cafeteria style food. Um, most people don't realize how close Port Orleans Riverside is to the magic kingdom. Also it's yeah. I mean, I've looked at the, the bus times and it's, it's remarkably centrally located. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say that the average bus from from Riverside to all four parks, it was like twenty minutes per park, like That's whichever well, park you say, went I to. I mean, Magic Kingdom's really not that far. It's all it depends on if you hit the light or not. Uh, yeah, near <laughs> well, that's true. Um, but like you, Animal Kingdom's the hardest one to get to, and that's just because yeah. they have to zigzag over. Right. And even that one, I think it's 24 minutes. Right. And and the thing is that if you look at those times, like you spend less time on the bus to go to Magic Kingdom from Port Orleans than you do to get to Magic Kingdom from Beach Club if you end up having to take a bus. True. Or Wilderness Lodge. True. Oh my God! Uh, yes, or, yes. Yeah, sometimes Wilderness Lodge when you have to take the when the the boats are down and you have to take the bus, or the campground. That's you what know, I was thinking. It's like, yeah, the campground. Forget about it. I mean, it's a fun little boat, but it's slow as slow can be. I mean, it's nice and convenient, but not it's not perfect. Um. So, if if somebody was saying, "Hey, who who would you recommend?" would would you know to stay at at Porter Lanes. Like what what would be the ideal candidate for a, a stay at, at a Porter Lanes resort? Family of five, kids under at least one or two kids under like eight, just because you want to take advantage of the five person room. Um nice pool, nice room, 
easy, easy place to walk around. They also, what we forgot to talk about was they have horse-drawn carriages and Surrey bikes you can rent. Yep. And that gives you some other activities to do with the kids to wear them out if they're not going to the parks that day. <laughs> right. True. Um, it's also, like you said, there's five five pools to choose from. So, yeah. you know, that makes it, you know, if one kid wants to go to the main pool and the dad takes them and the mom wants to take the other two to the other pool, you can split up pretty easy. Yeah, that's true. Tim, do you have a different uh, sort of ideal guest that might enjoy Port Orleans? Well, I've got, I've got just kind of piggyback off of what Willie was saying. Um, uh, if you like to do other things outside of the theme parks, and a lot of people do, you know, you, it's okay to stay there and not do theme parks. Um, the, uh, the ability to fish, if you're a fisherman, you can do that and that's fun. Um, but to me, the most, uh, the most benefit you get would get there is the climate control within the room, because if you're staying in a valley resort, you can go to bed and expect your bed to feel wet because that's what you're getting is a window unit that doesn't really take the humidity out. Uh, and I've, I did not have that problem at all at Port Orleans. So that's one, one thing that I would say is a differentiator. All right. Well, we're just about out of time, but I want to add, um, in addition to those family groups, I, I think that a honeymooner on a budget can do a lot worse than French Quarter. Um, yep. You know, French Quarter at night, especially once the little ones are off to sleep, French Quarter at night, I think is frankly romantic to walk around in. Um, yeah. It's got that French Quarter designs, the cobblestone streets, you can do the carriage ride, you know, it, it's, a, it's got a really nice atmosphere. Um, and you can do it at a fraction of the cost of a, of a deluxe. So if that's going to be too expensive, um, you know, you can, yeah, you can still enjoy a honeymoon experience, at, you know, at, at French Quarter. Well, I was going to say, to add on to that, French Quarter or uh, Port Orleans Riverside, you can get longer vacation. Yes. Right. Because you can afford right, it. Right. All right. Well, you know, you've heard some of our opinions of uh, Port Orleans Resort. Today we talked about our top five snacks at Disney Springs. We'd love to hear from you, hear what your opinions are of the uh, best snacks in Disney Springs, the highlights or lowlights of the uh, Port Orleans Resorts. You can get in touch with us. You can email me uh, at Aaron at mousemastertravel.com. If you'd like to reach out to Tim and, uh, you know, suggest some uh, other resorts he can experience, you can email him at tim.hicks, H-I-C-K-S, at fantasticmemoriestravel.com. And if you want to suggest to Willie that perhaps you'd like to eat a little bit more like an adult, you can email him at Willie, W-I-L-L-I-E, at wickedmousetravel.com. All right. Until next time, I've been your host, Aaron Ripmaster. Thanks for joining us in the Diz Dad's Playhouse. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>